It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. Hello, everybody. Uh, back with another episode of the Bob Ross High Response Marketing Podcast. It is late. This is the last week of February right now, and it's very sunny one in probably the whole Northeast. But I'm in upstate New York, and it is like 60 degrees out or something. It's like it feels, which up here is like summer. I mean, it's really weird. You can go out in a t-shirt, and it's it feels like it's. It feels like it's spring out. It's very, very strange to have this happening in February. But the good thing is everyone's in a great mood. And it couldn't be a better time because we're making lots of sales. A lot of great relationships are being formed right now because everyone's just in such a great mood. And you're getting this kind of like spring feeling already. I don't know if it's happening in your area, but whatever. Take advantage of these times when the weather turns up. And people just start uh, just just being receptive to more things at a great time of the year. Which, by the way, you guys need to be thinking about spring right now. Because spring marketing, we're talking HVAC, uh, florists. You've got Mother's Day that's going to come up. You've got uh, pool, pools, pool service, pool installation, pool service, landscaping, all types of remodelers, deck builders and deck contractors, fence installations, all this stuff is going to be just huge in the spring and you've got to you've got to get on it right now. You cannot delay because they're all these guys are already planning this stuff. They don't wait till the spring to arrive and then do they they plan it early. So you've got to get in there now and at least plant seeds. Whether it's for whether for whatever marketing you're doing, whatever it is, get on it right now. Don't be this late person. I see so many marketers who wait until the actual season arrives, and then they struggle because the the people are like, "Oh, I already spent the budget. I already figured this out. I already got someone to do it." You need to be the person that's back there two, three months prior, already getting this stuff in line and staying up on it. I mean, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that I'm selling right now and going to be selling over the next month is stuff that I've already been prospecting for and I've already been keeping tabs on from even months ago. There's people that I've talked to in last summer or early fall and have talked about spring and gotten a yes, get back to me in the spring. And, and every month, every two months, you send a reminder. You, you know, we still you still want to talk about spring marketing. Uh, by the time this time comes right now, you've already had maybe four or five emails and conversations with these people. You don't need you're already got a, a relationship going on. It makes the sales much easier. So please jump on this stuff as early as possible. You need to be thinking ahead. But that's not the topic of today's episode. And I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. Uh the topic today is this huge mistake that I see being made all the time. 
I see this all the time. And every local marketer struggles with this and they don't even know it. They think that they're doing this with the best, they're doing it with the best intentions. They think that they're doing this uh, properly, but it's actually completely backfiring. And I know I struggle with this myself until I realize I've got this. Fortunately, I've got this ability to always try to look at myself in someone else's shoes. I always try to put myself in the prospect's shoes or someone else's perspective and try to figure out what I'm doing that might be that I might think is good, that I may be biased towards or, or have some kind of uh perspective on that may be completely different than what is actually happening. And I want to share that with you because I see so many marketers doing this. This is a huge mistake. If you can correct this, you'll see a lot of positive changes in your business. And that mistake is that you, that many of you are making, you're probably making it right now, is that you're trying to look bigger than you are. And that can really backfire. It can, it can really be bad. Where I see this most are in emails that are sent. Like I'll get emails. I'll, I'll get, I'll get emails about, about emails. I'll get emails from marketers saying, Hey, this is my prospecting email. Can you, can you take a look at it and see how it looks? Or I'm not getting great response or I'm having, I'm getting good response, but then I reply with this and it's not getting good response. And almost always, those emails will have something that sound like uh, it's coming from some big corporation team, big corporate team. Like uh, we look forward to hearing back from you. We look, uh, we'd like you to know this and uh, what we're doing right now is this. We'd like, we look forward to hearing from you. I hate hearing that stuff. I understand why you say it, but think about, think about why, why are you writing maybe on your about pages on your websites or in your emails to prospects? Why are you writing we so much? Why are you writing we instead of I? Why don't you just say I'm doing this? Why don't you why don't you go up to someone and say I'm putting this together? Hey, I'm putting a postcard together going to promote local businesses. Why why are you so scared about saying that? Why are you choosing the word we? You got to think about that. And I think most marketers do that because they want to sound bigger than they are. Uh, maybe it's an ego thing, but that doesn't matter. I think the, I think the main reasons that marketers are, are writing we so much is that they want to sound credible and trustworthy. They want to sound like they're a legitimate operation, that they've got a, a, a powerful thing going on. It's something important. They think that the prospect is going to be in awe of them saying we oh wow this is an established operation but here's a problem local business owners are not in they're not thrown in admiration when they receive these things and say we look forward to hearing from you we're doing this all it, it's actually a huge turnoff it's a huge turnoff small local business owners and i'm talking business owners of like you know even millions of dollars a year in sales that's still a small business they do not want to do business with these mega corporation sounding things. That's not a turn on to them. People want to do business with other people and they want to do business with local business owners like them and with someone who's sharing the same DNA as them. And if you're coming across as this big operation, it's not meshing well. It's not. It's making it sound less personal. 
People want to do business with someone who's confident in their own abilities. That this person is putting this thing together. Uh, that's that's where you get the respect. That's where you get the admiration, the respect. Oh, this is a cool thing this person is doing. Is actually when you sound personal and use things like "I, I'm doing this, I own this, uh, I'm putting this together." And if you if you have a small team, talk about the team. You know, we have a I have a team here. Uh, a few of us, and we're we're putting this together. You want the focus to be that you are spearheading this thing. It's you they're doing business with. It's you taking the um, initiative, the the control of everything, and they can be confident in you. There are so many reasons to say that. There's so few reasons to not say that. Um, I can't really think of any. You want to use I more than you're using we when you're talking about your your company i know some of you are thinking well in copywriting you gotta always use the word you yes that's a different thing if you're saying that you want to talk about benefits how you can help them you 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 but when you're talking and you're introducing yourself in your company you want to use the word i be proud of the fact that you are a local business owner just like them that you're a smaller operation that you're spearheading this whole thing be proud of that embrace it they want to do business with you if you're going to get like a tattoo or something you know and you've got someone who you know is really good you want them to do it or there's they're talk they're you don't want them saying oh you know come in and one one of our guys will take care of you no you want the the good person to do it if you're selling your house you want that realtor to be super confident that he's going to get the job or she's going to get the job. Not we, oh, you know, we're, my team will get it for you. It's not as powerful as someone who's got confidence in themselves to do it. That's what's really powerful. That's, that's what will give you the admiration of your prospects is when you, when you are very clear, confident, and upfront that it's you putting this thing together. Much, much more powerful than you trying to make yourself sound like this bigger operation, which just doesn't sit well, doesn't rest well with clients. I mean, here's another thing. And this is a this is something you never think of. But when you try to make yourself look bigger than you are or sound bigger than you are, you now raise the the proof needed to to prove that. Because all sorts of red flags go up in your prospects. Like, who are these people? I've never heard of this company. And then maybe they go on your website or something, and you've got like this super shiny, high-tech, beautiful website, and everything's all this corporate talk, and they go on your about page, and it's like, we are a team of this and that. And uh, and now it's like, who are these people? I've never heard of these people. And maybe they ask their friends and people are like, yeah, I've never heard of these guys. Who is this? And it doesn't sit well because they haven't heard of these people. It's not it's not like a good curiosity. It's a it's a very red flaggy curiosity. And what happens inevitably. Is that the, the prospect now wants to hear proof and wants to hear case studies or wants to hear from your past customers. They want to see past results you've given because they're like, this is this big company. I've never heard of them. Well, you obviously must have a lot of success stories. And can I talk with some referral and you get all this kind of stuff because you've just now represented yourself as this huge behemoth corporation when you're really maybe just working out of your, your home, which is totally fine. 
if you were just clear and upfront that you are running a small marketing business, small printing business, small whatever, there's no proof. They're like, oh, well, is he really running a small business? That doesn't happen. But when you try to say you're or seem like you're running this huge operation, now it's like they want to see all these results and stuff. And what happens? Now you got to like lie or embellish things and make yourself look. Now you look even even worse. You look even less credible and more ridiculous when you could have just been completely upfront and proud and embrace the fact that you it's just you doing this. And as you grow, your the wording of things will change. If once you have a team together, if you end up putting assembling some kind of team, well, you can be proud of that fact and you can still give people a personal relationship and explain to them that they you have a team of people working on it so it gets done and you're going to make sure that it happens. I think uh the best policy is just to be very honest about it and look at look at the truths. The truth is you're a small business owner. You're uh it's just you doing this or maybe with a little bit of help and and use that to your advantage. Business owners like that. You know, explain to them, I don't want to put it's just me. Eventually I'll probably grow it or something, but I'm just looking to I'm just looking to help other local business owners out. Uh I'm with marketing. So it, it be proud of it. Use it as an advantage. Don't make things worse for you. I see so many prospecting emails and about pages and I just see all business right down to the business cards. I see these things where you can clearly tell that the marketer is trying to make themselves look like this much bigger operation than they really are. And it completely backfires. It, it completely causes mayhem, unnecessary mayhem. So be proud of who you are. Be very clear and upfront of who you are. You can still have a nice website. You can still... You can still make yourself sound like you know what you're doing, but you just don't, you don't have to sound like this giant corporate big team thing. Just be honest. Be honest. Local business owners respect that. They want to do business with someone who is like them, and that's not how they would talk. So that's all I've got for you today. I look forward to bringing you more episodes in the future. If anyone has noticed, I have been revamping the uh, website and I've got so much content that's just, it, just every day I work more and more chipping away at it to get it all completed. And I'm, gonna, I'm revamping everything. Everything has got this new look, um, updated content, new content, fresh content, especially elite members subscribe but uh, I, I i hope you got something out of this and i'll see you on the next episode